Well, good morning. How about we uh, turn around and say hello to the folks around you, wish them a happy Mardi Gras, tell them hello, tell them good morning, tell them where you're watching the parade. I was a Catholic priest. Uh, I wish I had a little bit more flexibility in picking the readings. Tough one today, huh? Water girl weekend. Everybody's here. Packed house today. Everybody's in a good mood, and I come out the gate swinging with. For I say to you, love your enemies, and pray for those who persecute you. Love your enemies. Like, wouldn't a better gospel for today be like um, rest, eat, and drink, and be merry, right? That'd be an awesome one for today, right? Then we just switch that for, like, the gospel for today, like love your enemies, like the LSU-Alabama game. We could read that one on that weekend, right? It'd be awesome, right? If any of you from Alabama, we pray for you today, right? <laughs> but it's a tough weekend, right? We have a, a, the, the joie de vie is in the air. The joy of life is in the air in South Louisiana with Mardi Gras. And today, we come to church to celebrate tough words. To, to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Like the challenge of that, right? Like sometimes some of the, the words in this sacred book, they're, they're, they're a joy to read. Come to me, all you who labor and find life burdensome, and I will give you rest. But when I hear his words there, man, those words from his heart, man, they resonate in my heart. Man, some of these words, um, I mean, the story of the prodigal son, right? About forgiveness and God's mercy. Man, when I hear his words in these words, may my heart rest. But sometimes these words are, are challenging. He says to us today, Vladimir Putin, we pray for his conversion today. Today, somewhere in the world, perhaps in the Middle East, a Christian will be martyred today. Can we pray for radical Muslims who are terrorists who might take the life of a Christian today? That's hard. Like when we think about like our, our enemies, those who persecute us, Jesus is, is just challenging us today. So what I'd like to do is maybe kind of put this in a context, help us appreciate why and where it's coming from, and then maybe make a connection to where we are in life today, if we can do that together. Amen? Okay. Let's first talk about the first reading, how it connects to the gospel. Like, so Jesus is, is, is talking today about, hey, I am calling you to love. Well, we heard echoes of that in the first reading from Leviticus. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Where does that come from? Why, why is that even in the Bible? Because back then, a long time ago, thousands of years ago, when God was first forming his people, if someone came and stole your chicken, you would burn their house. 
And after they burned your house, you might kill their father. And then they would come back and they would kill your village. And after you killed their village, it was all out war, all over a chicken, right? So what happens is God, 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 is, God is forming his people. He looks over the entire globe and says, okay, these people, they're going to be my people. And when God chose his people, there were other people living around his people, right? So to the north of God's chosen people were the Amicalites, right? And, 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 and to, the, to, the, to the east of God's people, there were other tribes. And, and they were all living in a very violent culture. And God says, okay, if you're going to be my people, if you're going to belong to me, then I need you to live different from the other people. So no more disproportionate violence. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. I need you to live different. Then, Jesus steps it up. Jesus says, okay, it, you had heard it said, but Jesus in today's gospel is saying, hey, if you belong to me, like, I want to live in you. I want my heart to be in your heart. I want your mind to be in my mind. Jesus says, if you're going to be a Christian, I need you to live like Christ. He says, your enemies, no longer do I want you living out of emotion. I want you living out of a person. And sometimes these words are hard to live. Amen? So how do you do it? Let me give you a story. Now, the story today is personal for me. It's really not about the person. It's about how it affected me. So don't try to figure out who the person is. Let go of the person. Even let go of the circumstances. Just listen to how it affected me. That's the most important thing. We're just going to call this person Adam and Eve. Don't worry about who they are. I want to tell you right now, I'm a narcissist. I'm a selfish sinner. I'm just like so many of you. I look out for me, I live out of emotion, and sometimes when I don't want to do something, I don't want to do something. But every once in a while, you come across a person, and you say, I don't want to do it, but I'll do it for you. I didn't want to forgive, but I did it for people. Because I want to love others more than I want to love myself. And I don't know how to live these words unless I'm doing it for a person. Now look, there's a lot of these words that I don't like. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Here's my question. I didn't write this book. Neither did you. Which words do you want to take out? Want to keep the easy ones? Want to take out the ones that are hard? Okay, these are not our words. These are his words. And when we naturally struggle with his words and say, I don't like those words, just know he wrote the words. They're his words. And if they're his words, then like it or not, we, we, we can't take him out. But we can confront ourselves and say, I can't live these words when I don't want to do it, 
But I want to love you more than I want to love me. I want to love you more than I want to do what's easy. So Jesus, if you're saying today, get on my knees and pray for Vladimir Putin, I don't want to do it, but I love you, and I'm going to offer mass for his conversion today. I don't want to forgive the radical Muslim terrorists who kill Christians, but I'm going to stand behind an altar today and ask for their conversion. Because he said to do that. And I know it's hard, but there may be people that you used to Mardi Gras with that you don't Mardi Gras with anymore because you're at odds with them. There may be people that you used to vacation with you don't vacation with them anymore because you're at odds with them. There used to be people in Grand Isle that are not people in Grand Isle anymore because you're at odds with them. There may be people in our life who we don't want to forgive. There may be people in our families that we are at odds with. And it's hard to listen to his words. And the only way I think we can do that is if we do it for a person. And I'll do anything for the person. Because the person is literally doing everything for us. Now, check this out. The only way that we can have that type of relationship with the person is if we are intentional. Adam and Eve, their marriage, it didn't start off like that, but every one of you who are married or have been married, that's the hardest thing in the world, right? Marriage is hard. And if you don't go on dates after your marriage, as much as you went on dates before your marriage, then it's easy for the relationship to become functional. Y'all know that. If you don't take time for the relationship in the marriage, the marriage can become functional. And likewise, if we don't take time for the relationship, then being Christian can become functional. Now, this person wants the relationship more than you do. This person is literally dying for the relationship. And this person right here says every year he is calling us into a special time to be with him so that we can be with him and hear his voice and renew our relationship with him. And that awesome time is called Lent. So I am all about what's happening today. Pooh, bring it on. I love Mardi Gras. Go to the parade. Have a good time. Be safe. Be prudent. But enjoy yourself. And enjoy yourself tomorrow. Enjoy yourself on Tuesday. But get ready. Here comes Wednesday. And on Wednesday, he's saying, okay, now that I gave you all that, this Wednesday, he said, hey, I want to give you all this. My heart. You see, Lent... It's not a time for us to give up sodas or, or cookies. Like you gave up sodas and cookies when you were six. Y'all ain't six anymore. Amen? And if we operate in Lent like we did when we were kids, then the relationship becomes functional. This Lent's going to be different. 
This Lent, you and I are invited by Him to go deeper in our relationship with Him. That starts Wednesday. And if you need some help in that, go to our website, OurLadyOfTheIsle.com, on Wednesday, and we'll have some options for you to help you in your relationship, wherever you find yourself, Sunday after Sunday, across the country. So today, he, believe it or not, through words like this, is asking us to draw close to him. Because you can't live words like this unless we draw close to him. And my prayer for all of us is that as we enter into Wednesday and we journey with him into Jerusalem, at the cross, into Easter, that this Lent would be different. What happens this Lent is up to you. He has placed an invitation before you. He wants to go deeper, and now it's up to you. Are you ready to go deeper? Would your life look better if you were closer? Ash Wednesday is just around a corner. Lent starts in a few days. And let's use this Lent as a time to draw close to the person. Amen.